in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here. So grab your assigned seat, sit back, and enjoy this week's top 10. Brought to you by the Schmoes No Network. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to uh, another one of our addendums. This week, we're going to tackle the Jake Gyllenhaal boxing film Southpaw. Let's just go Southpaw, right? And, Southpaw. Uh, uh, with Forrest Whitaker and with Rachel McAdams. Um, that was directed by Antoine Fuqua. So, Matt, you... Hold on, who are you? Oh, hi, I'm John Roca. Hi, this John Roca. How are you? <laughs> My name is Matt Nost. Matt Nost. I realize we're doing this on the heels of the last podcast, so we feel yeah. like they already know us, and it's yes. just a continuation of the conversation, but somebody is downloading this just independently, so... My mistake. I well, it's not to be a stickler for the rules, but... No, no, please. Shows have conventions me. for a reason. That's right. Uh, um, normally, yeah, normally do a breakdown of the top ten, but today's just a discussion. If this is your first recap podcast, oh, yeah, yeah. we just went to see it. We knew yeah. both of us were going to see it, so we've been putting these out, and people download them and like them. We've gotten yeah. emails and comments and whatnot saying they enjoy it, so we'll keep doing it as long as people listen. Yeah. Definitely. Um, what do you think of the film? Go ahead. Like, what, you I always l- ask me, would you recommend the film? Would you recommend the film? Certainly? Yes. Okay. Yes, I would. Okay. I loved it and thought it was average at the same time. As a film? Yeah. Yeah. He is... I agree with you. He is stellar. Amazing. St- I mean, especially just like I believed he was a boxer who was close to being punch drunk. Yeah. He played it so well. Like the the fact that his world exists of I throw punches, I beat people up. So he has trouble understanding how to contain and deal with his emotions and how to deal with people interpersonally. And plus he's so used to everybody glomming onto him when Rachel McAdams, you know, in the beginning of the film says they're going to scatter like roaches once the money's gone. And we all know that as an audience because we've heard that story over and over, but he's lived his whole life and he's a simple guy, you know, stents in jail. And now he's a pugilist for hire. Foster kid. Yeah, foster kid. So he's always been alone. And man, I mean, he just, there's not a moment in the film where I was taken out of it that I didn't believe that he was this fighter. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I agree. It's definitely like a thousand percent his film. Yeah. In every way, shape and form that a film can be a singular actor's film. Um, I think my issues with the film stem from the story and the plot. Yeah. Devices that there, occur. There is a massive plot hole in it. Right. Which, oh, by the way, spoiler alert. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. These it, recaps are a discussion of the yeah. film. So if you haven't seen it, please yeah. turn us off right now. Please Thanks for downloading. Right yeah. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it. Listen, Keep, pick up right here at the yeah. whatever, the five minute mark when you've seen the film, because we're about to discuss the film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, go ahead. Nuts and bolts. Um, yeah. For me, I, like I said, I, I, I think it's one of the best performances. We were on the, the Schmoes No talking about yeah. this film. I would have definitely put it in the top I 10. I text Christian after I saw it. Yeah. I was like, this makes this makes my top five. Top five. Absolutely. His performances. Um, and especially yes. coming right after Nightcrawler. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, dear God, you played two completely different characters. Yeah. We may be sl- with Prisoners, Nightcrawler, and this, and Southpaw, we may be sliding into the golden acting age of Jake Gyllenhaal. Like could be. It's very clear. I mean to me it's 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 just fantastic what he's doing with these parts. 
I almost like I got emotional three or four times during the film because of what he was doing. Yeah. He, the court scene with his daughter. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I was like, no, no, look, look, he's a good guy. Right. In my head, it's just like this is this is the only thing that's gonna help him right now because he's on the precipice of, of suicide. Yeah. At all times. The court scene with his daughter, the death of his wife holding yeah. Rachel. Believe that hundred percent that Absolutely. he truly like, man, he was so in that moment and he was visualizing this is my wife and she is dead. Yep. The scene in the bedroom when he's screaming with the gun yeah. into the bed, that scene, and then the scene at the end when he finally has that reconciliation with his daughter. Like I got really emotional at the end when she jumps up and hugs him and puts her legs around his around his chest and his, or his own waist, and she's just like, he's got her back now. He's got yeah. her life back, and he can and go forward. the roaches are gone. Yeah. And ultimately, this is the only dynamic that matters in the yep. world to both of them. Right. They only have each other. Mom is gone, yeah. and Mom was making all the decisions. Yeah. I love that scene between the two of them oh, at yeah, the kitchen table. The, the she's like, yeah, yeah, and she's like, Mom always said we had to take care of you. Yeah. He's like, but I'm the dad. I'm yeah. the adult. And be like, you're really not. Yeah. You're a grown child who yep. can generate income. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But she does need to take care of you. I mean, you could, you could, in a way, in a stretch, slide this into a coming of age film because he's growing up. He's still True. a child for a majority of the film because she takes care of everything. He's handed everything over to her, and so she handles all this. Rachel's, by the way, never been sexier in any film that she was. You in know this what's, film. what's interesting oh, about it is, hell, man. Because as they set it up, yeah, like in the beginning, I couldn't tell if until later on at the speech he gives at the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. I couldn't tell like where her place was if she was the girl that had been around forever or yeah. if it was like she was just glomming on with yeah. the rest of them. Yeah. Like until until that moment is like, oh, okay, they've been around. She's been here since day one. Yeah, they've what, risen together. Yeah. She was there through prison. Yep. She was there through all of this. Yeah, through formative years, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there's that scene out by the pool where uh, 50 Cent is trying to get them to sign the contract to be on HBO. I think he's Curtis Jackson. I'm films. sorry, Curtis Jackson. I apologize. Uh, where he's trying to sign, sign the check, to, whatever it is, to be with HBO. Get the contract, yeah. The yeah, the contract. contract. And, and, uh, and Ray, he says, I've been his manager for five years. And Rachel's like, I've been married to him for for hundreds of, like a hundred years or whatever so it's like it's that that would let you the first glimpse that she's been around a long time and then he solidified it at the yeah speech. so i thought they did a great job in the first part of the film of really setting up their relationship really setting up the stakes um of the loss do you know what i'm saying yeah. the loss happens and you see it in the trailer so it's not like we're not spoiling anything the thing, you see I, it in the trailer. I haven't seen any of the trailers oh you didn't oh. no i so this was a real shock to you when it yeah. happened Wow. And I saw it. I, I believed in that moment. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, his whole world is gone. His whole fucking world is yeah, gone. Yeah, Because all he does is train, fight. Yeah. Train, fight. That's all yeah. I know. That's my entire world. That and there's, I have, you know, billions of dollars. Yeah. Just, that, uh, that apparently go away within. Instantly. Yeah, that was, that's. That's, that's first. Yep. Yeah. Plot problem for yep. me. Yep, I agree. I mean, at first as I saw, I was like, no, oh, why? Why? No one would believe that. No, plus. If she's been the one that's trying to set up for the future, like when yeah. they had that great scene of you don't want to be punch drunk in twenty years, yeah, you know, at her graduation, at her wedding, at her, it was her wedding, yeah, and the realization of him, but she's looking, she has, yeah. she has the vision, the the you know yeah. the foresight to go. We need to plan for not this year, this right. fight, but for five years, for ten years, for twenty. Right. Years. There's no way that if she was handling stuff, especially with the way she was presented to us as very on top of stuff, very in control of things. That she would have left them in a situation where they didn't. There wasn't life insurance. There wasn't, a, you know, four hundred one ks, Roth IRAs. All this stuff set up so that they would all be taken care of, and it wouldn't be an issue yeah. if anything was and going suddenly to happen to them. She dies. Yeah, and everything goes to and, he and what, all this money. They don't. They don't ever give you uh, like a one week later, two yeah, weeks later, or some yeah. sort of like in the background. It's Christmas. Yeah. So you can mark the passing of time. Right. So it could have been three days. It could have been 
three you, weeks. Yeah, either way, it wasn't enough time. It wasn't enough time for but, all of a sudden he needs yeah, money. Yeah, and sell, the selling of the house. for Because he was fighting within, what, three months of her death. Yeah. So it wasn't, there wasn't well, enough yeah. time. Exactly. Three months of her death. That, that was the next one. I was like, why in the world would he ever... Yeah, take this fight three months in. Well, that's, and I think that's the problem a little bit with the film because you're like, well, like, if he's had to fight for everything he's got, why would he trust this guy, like this uh, promoter, and why would and and why would she not have things set up so that he couldn't just come sweeping in and take everything and ruin him and do whatever? And I think that's that was the problem I had. It was like, oh, I, I get that. I get that boxers get taken advantage of. Don King's made a whole damn career doing yeah. that. You get that. They're poor. But at the same time, but the none she... of those boxers rarely do a... Bo- does, yeah. does any of those boxers have a strong wife yes. that is dealing with being the bad guy when yeah. the fighter doesn't know how to? Yeah, in essence, being a pseudo-manager yeah. to the manager. Exactly. Right. Someone that actually has the best interests yeah. of this person. Because yeah. not, not all managers are bad. No, no, no. There are great managers out sure, there. Sure, But in the boxing game, the cliche, which this yeah. movie's got a lot of... Yeah. They're just out to take advantage of. And there's a reason the stereotype exists. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like, Jesus Christ, this took a fortnight and suddenly <laughs> yeah. this guy is fucking destroyed. I know, that's right. And that's, and, and, and that's the, the conceit you have to accept. And there's you, a lot of them. Well, sure, there's more, sure. We can, we can talk about it, but like, that's the first one you have to accept right there in that moment. You're just like, okay. Yeah. But it's what sparks everything else afterwards, right? So you kind of have to accept You have to that allow it. So it, that you can enjoy the process of Yeah, your, and where they yeah. get to in the end and yes. the payoff. And like... Yes. The, the emotional stakes, like we brought it before in the courtroom, which happens yeah. in the not-too-distant future from from that last fight. Right. Because he just kind of delves darker into a darker place after yeah. that because he wasn't supposed to take that fight because his wife didn't want him yeah, to take that fight. right. So there was that. Like, that aspect of it, I loved. Yeah. But it's just like how we got to the fight yeah. just seemed a little bit preposterous. Right. Like, really, wouldn't you look at your manager kind of askew if shouldn't he be going... Look, champ, you shouldn't be fighting. Right? Shouldn't he be trying to stop you and pushing back the fight yeah. at least a little bit? Yeah. If you want to get two more fights out of him, so you can ride this gravy train longer, yeah. Yeah. why don't you put the best product out there instead of just a guy that's going to get his ass whooped? Well, and, and the thing is, he is conveyed as a guy that isn't that intelligent. Obviously, with yeah. the way he wrote the speech out and the way he talks mm-hmm. to his daughter and stuff, he's but, a fighter. But what he's not intelligent about is not fighting for his life. That's not. That's the thing. That's what I had. A little bit of trouble with. I'm like, well, no, he seems pretty smart about staying alive, succeeding, doing when he, he understands who he is as a boxer. Like, he needs to get beat up to react to fight. It's very Rocky ish. Like, there are a lot of shades of Rocky through this movie. You know, the trainer, the old trainer coming yeah. in, who used to be a boxer, the whole thing about his eye, which but, is very yeah. reminiscent of Rocky, too. But, know, kind of things. yeah. Great story and a oh, great yeah. little piece of character. And I actually thought later on, Gyllenhaal's eye was going to go bad. Yeah. Once they had the cut in the first or second round right. in the final fight, I was like, he's going to get that ghost eye. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing up. with Rocky too. Is his eye? He doesn't want to fight. Uh, Mickey doesn't want him to fight the rematch because he can't see shit out of his left eye. And Mickey smacks him, and he's like, "See, I'm an 80 year or 70 year old man smacking. Like, what do you think uh, Apollo Creed, the champion of the world, is going to do? He's going to cave your face in. Yeah. And that and that's kind of there's reminiscence. There's shades of that through this whole thing with the eye. Um, but I think. You accept the conceit, oh, and we'll talk about them. We should talk about them soon. But like, you accept these conceits for the movie because they're such great character actors coming in doing phenomenal work. Like Forrest is great as that yeah. trainer, such a good character to play with, and he only had limited amount of screen time to create him. And I think he did a great job creating him. And the little girl is fantastic. She really is. Yeah, and and uh, I forget the actress's name who plays the social worker, but she's oh uh, yeah, as well. she was in uh, 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 the Bonds. Oh right. 
Yeah. Yes, she's the one that plays. I can't remember her name for the life yeah, of me. She, she plays, plays Money Penny now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Good call. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what are the conceits that you we should talk about now? I guess what are the conceits that you said that you had, you had issues with? Well, the the biggest one. My whole problem, like at the end of the movie, mm. at the, the overall the movie is there's there's no investigation about who killed the wife. Oh right, there's no investigation whatsoever. There's no mention of it. They made such a big deal about it. They, yeah, the, he goes in for in questioning. Do we do a close up of? Here's my card. If you <sighs> yeah. ever come up with something, yeah, and then they never touch it again. Yeah. It's not even thrown in the background, like in a TV. He never has to testify. Yeah. Today, today yeah. in grand jury, right. grand jury proceedings, and this, this, and this, and just on in the background, like he's not following. He's not trying to find the killer, right? I mean, I, I, I there's I, that scene with Rita Ora, but yeah, no, yeah, I know, I agree. It's I agree. it's one of those of it, the film closes, and that was the first thought that I had. Yeah, after dear God, Dylan Hall was amazing. Was yeah. but leading up to it, when I got to the fight, I knew once I got to the fight, this is ending after the fight. Yes, so I was like in my head. There's no investigation. Right. There's never mention. There's never. I figured his his crony, the other uh, boxer's crony. Yeah. We'd eventually find out that oh, he was indicted on yeah. charges. Something. Why give him a name? Why give him the gun? Yeah, and shoot? the screen time. Hide the gun. The screen time, right? But then never, and then have the other black guy look like who was on uh, Hall's security team. Have him be made it make such a big deal that he had a gun. He's wrestled to the ground, accused incorrectly, and then you don't pursue it at all. Yeah, and they when he picks up Gyllenhaal, his his you know former trainer, yeah, yeah. cut man, whatever he was. Yeah, actually, yeah, he would have been. He wasn't the trainer, but he was a cut man. Yeah, um, I assumed in that moment that they were going to have a back and forth about the. Yeah. Hey man, I'm sorry I didn't protect her, but you know it was that other guy's fault. Right. Like yeah. we found that out. That's just an easy place to sink that yeah. in, and that would have let us know as an audience. Oh, that's what kind of brought them back together. Together, right? right. Is he could stop blaming him 100. percent right. It's still his fault because he's security detail. Yeah. So you should be protecting my wife, but at the same time, this other guy shot her, and you can't stop everything. And yeah. this at least gives me an out because right now I need a friend, and you're willing to be my friend. Yeah. Um, but the fact that it never paid off, I'm like, wow. I agree with you, man. I think that's that's a really odd, that struck me as odd too, because and then they have this whole thing where bef- when he takes the fight, he convinces Force Whitaker that he's going to take the fight and tells his daughter, "I'm going to fight again, like I'm going to fight for the title." Um, he says they're going to say a lot of nasty stuff, baby. They're going to do all this kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. then nothing's nothing. ever said. Nothing. There's nothing said in the promotion. There's no press conference shown. There's nothing. Just until the, the second to last round. Yeah, yeah. He That's says it. something when he says he's going. Which, which, which you is knew what was a coming. Boxer would do, right? Yeah. yeah, you knew it was coming. Yeah. And so it just seemed odd that that didn't get explored more because that's what I felt about the second half of the film was there were all these little nuggets that or these seeds that were planted that were never watered. They just kind of sat in the ground. And you're just like, well, what? But but that speaks to the power of the film and that speaks to the power of Gyllenhaal's performance that you kind of gloss over that shit and you're kind of okay with it because the performances, the scenes are really well done and really well acted. Yeah, I didn't care as long as he was the focus of the yeah, scene. Yeah, exactly. Or Whitaker at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I even like the payoff with Hoppy, the little young oh, yeah, kid boxer, right? and then he ends up dying, and that's what brings them together. It's just that you... Yeah, I was okay with it till they started joking near the end of, like, when they were sitting there fighting, uh, or, like, you know, he's convincing him to be his manager for the whole... After, you know, and, and they're sitting on the, on the ring ropes at night, and... They're all they're reminiscing about Hoppy. They're sad about Hoppy, but then they make a couple a couple of jokes and laugh. And I'm like, the fuck are you doing laughing? I mean, I get that you laugh. Like sometimes you deal laugh, with grief, but then you through come, laughter. You got to come back to it. Like I'm yeah, I figured the the laughs would trail into like yeah. 
Forrest Whitaker starting to break down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That's where in that watching it when it didn't, I wasn't bothered by that not being a res- resolution okay. because I've been in moments of like you know grief where cracking an inappropriate joke yeah. is the only thing that relieves the stress and, the stress and tension yeah. of the moment that I'm currently existing in. Yep. So just like oh, yeah. some sort of other release of emotional state as opposed yeah. to just sadness. Yeah. Um, so on the night of my father's wake, my two friends, three friends, took me out to uh, Fridays, and we just sat and talked about the old days of growing up through high school and middle school there in that hometown and the memories of that my dad would have like the stuff with my dad and it was a way of laughing through it like you laugh through the grief like it's yeah. a way of getting you find the of- moments that you're going to remember for the rest of your life yeah. like all yeah. oh, that fucking time like there's one of my dad where we went to uh do you know what the ozarks are lake of yeah, the ozarks of yeah. okay so we went down there and we had uh, a really a, a decent sized bass boat and but you could fit like it's a we had a family of five. Yeah. You can get all five people on it and tool around and had a nice side gen, engine yeah. compared to. I mean, there are speedboats and all that shit on yeah. there because it's a big enough lake. Sure. But when we were bringing it out of the water, the winch once you put it on the trailer, that thick nylon got uh, twisted up. Oh, and I will remember this for the rest of my life. It was just he and I, and everybody else was sitting in the car, shit. and we're trying to figure it out. And he's cannot for the life of them because the amount of force that's being yeah. applied to it. It's just, this is going to take forever. And the stream of expletives that were coming out of his mouth. And like a couple of times he looked at me and it was just a look of, I don't even fucking care. I'm so pissed off. But at one point he just went, only this fucking family with this fucking, and just, it was F-bomb, 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 F-bomb. And I was just sitting there kind of snickering. I'll remember that for the rest of my life. He may have forgotten it, you know, through the right, fog of time. Right. Just like, oh, I don't have any recollection of that. Right. You're like, dude, that is an indelible mark you left on me at the age of like 15 yeah. or 16 or whatever it was. Right. But it's just like, yeah, shit like that where I'll remember those things. Right. If I unfortunately outlive, you know, my dad. Yeah. Hopefully I go long before anybody I genuinely love <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> happens so I don't have to deal with that. Snog on wood for yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, but, but, but in the end, like, but I, that's what I mean. Like, the laughter was fine. I just wanted him to come back, like you said, come back to it just a little bit. It could have. Have, have a little, like, kind of a, a little more serious button about them doing this also a little bit in memory of Hoppy or for Hoppy to help, like, you know, create these centers or do just something where they have the idea that it could be something they'll be positive with. If they win, like the winnings or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So I just thought something. That's why I, well, once he gave him the belt, but I figured he was going to donate a huge chunk to like the gym and help to help the kids or something. Maybe they do that down further in the line. I I hadn't thought about that until you kind of put the thought in my head of maybe there should have been like a little remembrance of Hoppy of like, I'm wearing his bracelet under my gloves or something, something where it just ties them together. So trainer and fighter are one. Yeah. Like we have this mutual goal. You want to get your daughter back, but you're also an inspiration to these kids. Yeah. Someone you used to be. Yeah. And you need to be all those things. Yeah. You know, right now. Because there's so much cliche. Like you said, there's cliches throughout Yeah, the left film. and right. I mean, the white guy going into the black gym, that happens in Rocky Three. You know, all this. There's, there's a lot of these things that are cliche. Through, I, but I didn't care. Like, I, I, knew, I knew logically this is this is not make sense. It's, I don't like this. I don't like But he's such, the film is so such a force that I, I didn't care. I it's, enjoyed yeah, the film. It's Gyllenhaal. Yeah. He's yeah. just so, I, I believe every moment. Yeah. That he is this character, which is impressive to do because even the best of actors sometimes I'm taking it out of and be like, oh, there's Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yeah. Through no fault of his own, it's just I get taken out of. Whereas in this one, I just believed. And what should be a terrible name, Billy Hope, Billy, Billy Hope, the Great right. Hope. The Great Hope, yeah. Just like that is a brutal name. It didn't bother me one moment. It yeah. re- reminds me of the Great White Hype. Yeah. It's just like oh, as soon yeah. as I saw that, I was like, oh, Billy Hope, really? Another Peter, another Peter Berg film, yeah. Yeah, but. <laughs> He like that that first scene where he takes the fight and the 
where he wins it, and <sighs> but he's just taking those punches, yeah. going, "You ain't got shit." Yeah. And when he wins after that, his visceral reaction seems so real. He seems so amped up on yeah. adrenaline. Like, I believed he just kicked the shit out of that guy. He took a beating of yeah. on his own and beat the crap out of that guy. The emotional ferocity of those slow motion shots uh, are amazing, and they let you know the level of. I don't know, uh, lunacy or dedication or immersion that he has into this role because he's just so yeah, he's 100%. swimming in it. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, I don't see Jake Gyllenhaal. No. Like, I know I see a boxer, but I see a boxer. But somehow right? 43 and 0 when yeah. the film starts. <laughs> yeah. He's the Mayweather of the generation. That that's another one. That of the light me. heavyweights. Like 43 and 0, and that's the other thing. I love boxing. Yeah. I've loved boxing since I was a kid. It sucks yeah. that the sport is in such a decline right now. True. But if light heavyweights squared off and connected with that many headshots in a fight, yeah. you're not making it to 43 fights. Yeah. You're not. You're lucky to get oh, into no, the low 30s course. because you're going to have brain damage. Well, you're certainly not undefeated. Yeah. You know? You, there's yeah. no way. Like, both sides, even yeah. the lesser fighters, are getting their bell rung and ringing bells in every fight. And you're like, no. Yeah, and I had a that, hard time. That's like featherweight shit, what you guys are doing to each other. Yeah, and I had a hard time buying the Latino actor as a light heavyweight. He did not look like a light heavyweight to me. Man. No, he and like he was a one-dimensional yeah. fucking character right. that... Yeah, that was weird because they tried to give him another... Like, they tried to give him another angle in the shooting scene when he's like, what did you do? And what also, you do? The, like, oh. his buddies are clowning through Hall's speech. Yeah. And he tells like, them to yeah, shut up. Yeah, yeah. And like... Okay. okay, this guy might be an asshole, but he's showing respect, which is what right. you should do, even if you hate the guy, right? Because you're from humble beginnings or origins, just yeah. like him, more than likely. Yeah, yeah. Because boxing is very much a poor kid, you know, yeah. sport. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and setting up all that, I figured that was going to be an actually some somewhat complex character. Yeah. But I like once they did the shooting, let's just shelve him. Yeah. We do not need to see him. Yeah. We saw him in a couple of training montages, but he is irrelevant to the overall yeah, he's story. The villain. He's the villain. Yeah. If we're not going to talk about what happened to the wife, yeah. we do not need to bring him in. Yeah, I, I, I feel like there's another film, although this film was almost two hours. Yeah, it was. surprising I think it was, no, for a sports film. I think it was a little over. A little it was like over? two okay. hours and six minutes or something. Yeah. Well, that's surprising for a sports film because usually sports films aren't, what, at, at 90 minutes? Or, yeah, or, buck or 45. Four, or 45 tops. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Including credits. So it's just it's surprising to how long this went. Which means like, well, you know, there probably was more stuff that they were going to throw in there, which makes you think like, well, what could they remove? Because there was so much going on with the trainer, so much going on with the daughter, so much going on in his own personal struggle as he's making these changes that I didn't think... The only scene I could see them removing was when he puts on the hood and tries to go after... Yeah, the, it, the one guy. Yeah, after one guy who... There's no fucking way... If he's a contender for the title, that he's living in a fucking project, like that. Well, no, was he wasn't going. After, I think he was going after his buddy, his henchman. Oh, I think he was going after his right, second. Then never mind. And, yeah, the guy that had the gun. Okay, that that's when I was like, oh, we're finally going to talk about this. Okay, okay, because it was so quickly after the. So then the the black guy was never like we said. So right, once again, we go back to the fact that nothing was ever resolved in that no, situation at all. No idea what happens. So, yeah, so it's really you weird. Know, my favorite. I actually chuckled a lot. Is the only one in my theater. Yeah, it's at the end of the fight. So it's between the 11th and the 12th oh, rounds, yeah. and they cut to Curtis Jackson. It's his only line during the entire fight, and he's turning to his date, and he's like, it's the last round, which made me laugh because more than likely, that's probably one of the most true and accurate moments in the film of 
<laughs> the manager doesn't have a longtime girlfriend. No. So he just brought some senseless eye candy yeah. with him yeah. that cannot carry a conversation. She doesn't know anything about boxing. Right. She just wants to hang around people with money. And sit in the third row. Yeah. yeah. She just wants the status of, oh, I got to sit close in this fight. Yeah. Which you assume happens quite a bit in yeah. boxing matches. I'm sure there are a lot of those in Vegas. I'm yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of those in Vegas. So the fact that they just threw that in, even if it was unintentional, which maybe it was, maybe it was intentional. And just he's turning yeah. to his date and is like, this is the last round. Like uh, letting her know and the audience ultimately, yeah. which we didn't need because we knew. But at the same time, might as well reiterate, there's only 12 rounds. So here yeah. it comes. Yeah. But just that idea of because you would have to turn to her and be like, hey, you haven't been paying attention the entire fight. Now you might want to start paying attention. Even yeah. though this has been one of the greatest light heavyweight <laughs> fights of all time. All time. Yeah. If you've been on your phone and shooting your shit with your girlfriend who also got a ticket for. <laughs> now's the time. Now's the time. You have to pay t- The camera's going to be on us eventually. Yeah. You have to pay attention. I, Fucking I love that. I didn't like Curtis Jackson. I didn't. I, th- I thought it was a throwaway. It's a bit of a throwaway role, but yeah. it could have been a little bit better. But I just. But I get he's a producer. Or he's involved in this somehow. Yeah. So I it's mean, like he has to put himself. I think in Eminem's it. the executive producer. Yeah, and Eminem was the one they wrote it for. He was going to be the Jake Gyllenhaal character. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Five, six years ago, they wrote it for him to be this, right after Eight Mile. This was going to possibly be his next film project. Glad he didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think Even it, though in Eight Mile. He is incredible. He's good in eight miles, but that's what he knows. It's like yeah. write what you know. He's acting what he knows. Like, yeah. Like Prince and Purple Rain, that's his no. You, Prince and anything else, not believable. Well, Prince and Purple Rain works. But So it's the same thing here. Like uh, Eminem was great in eight miles, but I don't think he would have done as well. Yeah, I mean, I walked out in my head going, you know, he did okay. Yeah. He wasn't terrible. He had a lot of the the slick aspects yes. that you'd assume they'd have. Yeah. And there did seem to be, you know, he did seem very snake-like in quality. Yeah. Like he was ready to pounce and but strike at charming. any point. charming. And I think the manager that's successful that does these kinds of things takes advantage of this is charming. Like for all of Don King's shit, Don King is probably pretty fucking charming in real life. Like you sit down with him, have conversations. Yeah, I'm sure. If he's and trying to woo you. Really engaging at all times. Yeah, he's selling. Yeah. He's selling nonstop. Yeah, a black fighter. I, go, I protect the black fighters. Blah, blah, blah. All this stuff. I mean, he got someone like Ali. He, he, he almost yeah. got Ali. You know, he did one fight with Ali. Ali was like, get the fuck out after that first fight. After that rumble in the jungle, he got he got rid of King. But, you know, King was did enough to sucker Ali to be managed by him, at least for one fight. So there's a charm there, you know, and I don't think Curtis quite got there, you know. Yeah, overall, though, yes, I would thoroughly recommend the film. As would I. Absolutely. If you like sports movies, it's a great sports movie. Yeah. How did you think the fight should have ended? Oh, I think the fight ended the way it should have ended. The knockout. It well, it, was. it came to a split decision. Oh, well, right. But uh, he knocked him out at the last, in near the last, at the end of the last round. I thought that was legitimate. And so the way it ended made sense for me. I don't think it should have been a split decision, but I understand because they made it so close. I was... Honestly, when it came down to it was going to be judges scorecards. Oh, oh, did you? Oh, did you think? Did you want the fight to end like where he lost? I want it to be. Yeah, he loses two to one, yes. and then the crowd goes apeshit and boos the living hell out of it, huh. so that everybody knowing, watching, and listening yeah. goes, "There's no way he lost," and he gets mm. to walk out with his head held high. And when he goes down into the corner, he can still say to his wife, "Yeah, we did it." Yeah. I know I won this fight. If you were here, you know that I won this fight. And guess what? There's a rematch if we want it, which is going to be worth even more money. Right. Um, but I, I was expecting that. I was like, that to me is the ending. Here's what I tell you. That ending could have happened if they had done more work on the other guy. 
If, the, the, if they've done more work okay. to lay down the groundwork that he's not a bad guy, that he was just trying to get a fight because he needs the money to support his family and support his wife and his kids. So he was trying to hype up a fight or trying to like create a fight with this guy. That's why he was being an asshole because it was the only way he was going to get noticed. Then then if it's that kind of ending and he still gets booed, or, like you get the idea on both sides. So it win, it's a win all around. Okay. Do you know, I, I think I would have... In the that. moment, I didn't think of that, but it makes, it makes sense. Because you don't have the scene in the... In the eleventh round, where he's going like, "That's why your wife fucking blah blah blah." You can't have that scene and have it end the way you're saying because True. he's become he's such a he's like he buys into being the full on villain in that moment, or they make him buy into being the full on villain, and I think it doesn't quite work. But Matt, I'll be honest with you, and this we talk about it as I was watching the fight. I was thinking to myself, they're going to have him lose. They're going to have him lose. This yeah. makes sense because he's fighting his ass off, but he's not getting there. And he, it's, he's been, he hasn't fought in a year. So I'm like, okay, this would make sense if Is that he loses. The, that's what uh, was lost on me. I was watching oh, this. Oh, no, I, I guess like, six months or four months. Not even. Least. It was like yeah. three to four months yeah. because there was two 30-day periods with his daughter. So mm. how, much, how much time before that he initially loses her? Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. So let's... For the sake of argument, we'll give him a month. Yeah. Considering in that time frame, although that's a sped up time frame, yeah. more than likely it was just a few weeks. Yeah. And then so it's right on the heels of him getting her back a yeah. week or two later, yeah. he's fighting. So it's like three and a half, well, four months. And it's six weeks from the the charity fight. Remember, he says six yeah. weeks trying to fight, six weeks trying to fight. And he hadn't gotten his daughter back yet. Right. No, he hadn't. So, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So basically, so, yeah, the guy just, fought twice in a year. I mean, he was suspended for a year, but... <laughs> Yeah, but he was able to, you know, because he, he sent that. gotten his daughter back and shown yeah. contrition, somehow got back in in three months. That's another conceit, too. Like, there's no way that you're going to reduce a one year suspension to three months or yeah. four months. There's no way. I don't, I don't care how much you like Tyson. Well, I mean, Tyson couldn't make that happen. Yeah, but Tyson had a shit ton of money. He headbutted the ref as long as. That's an assault. It is. But as long as you went to the ref yeah. and said, you made. You let him know that, look, listen, whatever whatever you need me to do to express how I'm sorry, yeah. I will do. Because yeah. what I did to you was wrong. Yeah. As long as you were contrite enough and understood that that you were 100% in the wrong, this guy yeah. did not deserve this in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. He's just trying to stop the fight because you're letting this guy pummel you in the yeah. face. Yeah, on purpose. On purpose. Yeah, yeah. And there's no way that that ref even lets him go as far into that last round as he did. Once he drops his arms, fight's over. Yep. Once you're not defending yourself and they're late into that fight and they're already thinking about throwing the towel, fight's over. I don't give a fuck what happens. Any ref worth his salt Yeah, you don't get to even take three, four punches. Your guard goes down and you've already taken that kind of beating, fight is over. I remember that in the Lennox Lewis uh, Hasim Rahman fight. uh, Rahman dropped his hands and said to him, come kick my ass, come kick my ass. And Lewis just like was like uh, okay, and then just started wailing on him, and the ref jumped in right on it, right? And because Ramon, he just wanted to get beat up for he was going through some psychological shit right in the middle of that fight, and or in the second round of that fight, and he just conceded to have Lewis beat the shit out of him, and it was so insane to watch. You really never see that, and, no. But that was very reminiscent of, of what happens in the movie. There's a fighter I can't remember. I've seen the clip on YouTube where yeah. I think it's. It's between. It's either between rounds or between the first or before the first round. Yeah. They're not fighting right now, but he starts breaking down and crying. Yeah, that's because, him. Is that's that Rockman? Yes. And then he. I think he lost then, his dad or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then he fights, but then in the second round he just starts. Yeah, he just, just concedes it. Just starts crying, yes. and you're like, what, what, "What are we doing, guys? Yeah, why are we here? I think it's Rock. Hasim the Rock Rama. Yeah, no, I remember yeah. when he won because he snuck yeah. a punch in. <laughs> 
just perfectly just yeah. this fucking cross right between right Lennox's guard. Yep. And he went down like a sack of fucking potatoes. Really did, I, I watched that fight live and I was like, that is just a lucky punch. Yep. Lennox yeah. should have won that fight. I mean, Lennox wasn't an engaging heavyweight. Yeah. He was beating guys because he's bigger, stronger, faster. Right, right. But it's not like it's he's a technician. It's not like watching Ali or Tyson or anybody that's transcendent. Yeah. It's just like, a, yeah, this guy's just better than, a, you know, he's the yeah. cream of a crop of a wheat crop. It's Larry Holmes. It's the same yeah. thing. It's Larry Holmes. I mean, these are they're all good fighters. They're champions for a long time, but they're not magnanimous. And Ali, Tyson, these guys had that kind of pers- that charm personality or whatever, Ray, uh, star quality that, Lennox didn't have Lennox was just serviceable He's like Pete, He was like the Pete Sampras of boxing He's methodical Effective And he wins Oh man Sampras is better than that Well Your, I'm just Will Sampras is the all time really boring though man. He was boring But he's the all time winningest Sure And right who, now who, who do they make movies about Sampras or McEnroe Or Borg Or do the, they do documentaries Well first on, off They haven't made a movie About any of well, them Well Seven Days in Hell Is pretty much Borg yeah. versus Venus Gerolitis So but I'm saying like, But uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. People do documentaries is what I meant by movies, is what I meant. I love the Yvonne about... Lendl movie. That thing <laughs> is great. Yvonne no Lendl movies. I love that. Because that's as well. It's boring. I'm just saying. They, they don't make many clinical tennis. It's... They do documentaries, though. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but you can make a documentary engaging as long as you're good just about anything. About well, anything. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Please. The subject matter has to be interesting. King of Kong. That, it's about guys Donkey sitting Kong. down to play. Yeah, but they're just sitting there to play. But Donkey Kong is the selling point. I realize that, yeah. but it's just a video game. I guess. The stakes are so low. We're way off. You're playing for, who cares? It's a recap podcast. Okay. We have no time frame. Why? It's, there's no fucking stake. You're playing to get an arbitrary number. Yes. Against a computer. Congratulations. Right. You've learned all the screens and you figured out, oh yeah, I got to hit this up because this is coming. It's not like an actual, and I mean, there is eye hand, but it's mostly just memory. But these are these guys are also, I saw that. It's a, it's, it's a fun documentary because these guys are personalities. They're interesting, weird personalities that sit in that chair and play that game. Whereas Sampras is very like, you know, he's very, very cold and methodical. So he's a good guy. I'm not bashing him. He's just one of those guys that's like just effective. And he's cold, calculated, effective, and methodical. Even Lendo was the same way, cold, effective, methodical. But the people you remember, the people they do documentaries about is McEnroe, is Connors, is Borg, is these people who are like, not even Borg really, Connors and McEnroe are the two guys that really people think about with tennis. Nothing for I- Agassi. Nothing. Oh, Agassi too. You went through the roster I love three Agassi. times. I no, Agassi didn't win as much, but yes, Agassi, yeah, but he absolutely. was he yes. was a great character. Yeah, his biography. If you haven't read Agassi's biography, my God, I've heard all the best excerpts. Oh, so amazing! I've heard stuff. them all. Yeah. I mean, drugs. after it came out, I knew like three people that read it. Yeah, Be like, oh, there's this other section I never planned on reading it. Yeah, which is like, oh, then fucking this. This is really weird. <laughs> and then this. Yeah, <laughs> just keeps going. Um, well, for all the conceits, all the cliches, all the w- w- stuff. It's still a damn good movie, and, and I recommend it. So, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, it's a good sports movie. Yep. Hall makes it. 100%. Would, it put, would, would you put it in your top 10 boxing films? Um, uh, As a final I, question for this. I need to addendum. see the full list, but it's, it's making a case in my head. Okay. Because there was a one point when we were going to do boxing yeah. for Hall. Yeah, but this So week. I started hashing out going... Because initially... It was like, oh fuck, man, this is going to be a Rocky. You don't want discussion. to know Rocky's list, right? And I don't. I Rocky Four is my favorite Rocky, hands down. Yeah, J- just because I was nine when it came out, and fucking fuck those communist pricks. I watched WWE every Saturday and and whenever else I could. And Listen, for any communist listening, uh, those those are Matt Nose's opinions. Yeah, you socialist are... prick. <laughs> I'm just Death saying. to you and your breadlines. Listen, enjoy but... your gruel and water. You're arguing eighties and twenty fifteen. 
You're hard no, to no, get 80s conditions in 2015. That's the whole reason, like, a ton of those things worked yeah. for me. No, I agree with it you. just because it was built into my head of. Yeah, because well, we were conditioned as yeah, Americans. USA. Yeah. For no reason now. Yeah, of course. Now, um, in retrospect, you see that, yeah. Yeah. Although like I'm glad they, we won. I'm we were a we menace won. to both sides. Well, I'm glad we won. That's all I care about. Well, there was no way, yeah. now in hindsight, that they were ever going to win. Yeah, that's true. It's like, you know, when you have the, the, the look back yeah. through time, it's like when you look at the Civil War, it's like the South, you need to win in six months to a year. Yeah. But the further we dragged it on, we yeah. have more people and more manufacturing in the North. Well, it's like you said earlier in the podcast, right? Um, you can only escape. Oh, in the other pod, in the Tom Cruise podcast, you were talking about how you can only escape for so long before yeah. they finally catch it. Yeah. Finally catch if it given enough time, eventually yeah. when the odds are against you, you will lose. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. So. Yeah, I would. I would consider it my top. I would definitely consider it my top ten, especially because you don't his like, performance alone. If we're talking yeah. to like boxing performances, yeah. it's an argument in my head for he's in the top three, top two. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so this would have been a good if we had seen the movie before we'd gone on the Schmoes No Show. That would have been a good stuff. Good. That would definitely would have made our top five. I think. Yeah, as, it, as it, in my head, like it's it's bordering on top three. Yeah, yeah, right behind Nightcrawler, probably in my head, and yeah. Prisoners. I mean, those are the three. You well, can, Zodiac oh, and for Zodiac, me. right? Zodiac. Oh, Jesus, Zodiac. So I know that's where it's just so like, good. does it supplant? Because Zodiac is an overall. Yeah. And w- I wish I'd taken or brought it up uh, when they said it on the podcast, and I think it was Christian that said that that's Downey's movie. Oh yeah, it's to not me, it's not at all. It starts as his. And it morphs into Gyllenhaal. Really, it's all Gyllenhaal. It's, yeah, it's Downey who is his like, uh, what do you call it? His a uh, is Hannibal Lecter type guy. He's just the counsel through the whole movie. Yeah, you know? I mean, but he gets used less and less and less as yes. time goes on. Absolutely. It just becomes basically Gyllenhaal's threat, right? Because Gyllenhaal's interest in it grows and grows. Yeah, because Downey's the one that started the interest. In, in exactly, he's it. the right. one that plants the seed. Right, and then down. I mean, Gyllenhaal's the one that comes in and actually sees it to fruition. Fuck, I'm gonna go home and watch it. I love that film so much, man. It's really good. It's and if you haven't watched the special features. Watch the special features on Zodiac. There's a th- hour and forty five minute special feature that interviews those the cops and it interviews the guy who they the kid who they wrongly accused uh, near the end. There, that I haven't kid, seen that. I'll have to go oh, watch it, man. I'm telling. And they go through the whole crime, the scenes, everything. They have the actual footage. They have the actual pictures, the files, dude. It's phenomenal and it's harrowing. The score underneath the whole and it's black. It's just very like dark. And if you haven't seen it. You have to watch it if you love the Zodiac or love that uh, that whole story. So yeah. Anyway, um, so can, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Uh, please uh, leave us a rating and comment on iTunes. Yeah. We thoroughly appreciate. It. We're almost to a hundred. At which point, I will scale back this plea every week. It'll just be a, <laughs> a simple rate and comment, and I'll just throw it in like that. And much love to Matt for doing that because uh, he has held on to that and done it and since yeah week one. Yes, and it's been working steadily, but sure, it is. It works, and you know just. A couple every week. That's all it yep. takes. Although, you know, the past like two, three weeks, it's been more than a couple each week. It's been five to 10 yeah. to 15. That's great. It's been great. And uh, to everybody that downloaded, we had a huge week as far yes. as numbers. Thank you. It's great. Um, the ones we took off last week, you can still find all the actual top 10 shows on YouTube, but yep. these recap shows will only be on iTunes. Eventually, once we take them down, they're gone forever. Right. So, uh, and if, you know, coming up soon, we're going to have to take some more down. Yeah, and we'll put, we'll put them back up when these uh, the DVDs films come out, come out or, or DVD or Blu-ray. Yeah, definitely. And the shows we take down, we're going to we put on our Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, the, iTunes, the YouTube links to those shows. So you can still listen and watch them if you want uh, on the Facebook page, which is the Top 10 Show. 
Um, so, so subscribe to that or like that page so you can get the updates and uh, follow us. You know what maybe eventually we'll do is uh, create like a, you know, on Schmoville, they have that top post from the administrator saying, hey, this is what this oh, thing's about. Oh, yeah. We do one on the top and be like, it's just a edited list each week where we okay. put the new YouTube link for that week's show. Yeah. So you can just find it in one place. Here's every show we've ever done. Right. So if you've missed one, boom, go back and find There's it the here. the playlist, yeah. Yeah. Uh, follow us at Top Ten Show T O P T N S H O W. And if uh, you got any emails for us, just send it to Top Ten Podcast, all spelled out, right. at gmail dot com. Yeah, and you know where to follow us on Twitter as uh, individually. Thanks, guys, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye.